Welcome back to Anime Archives with your host, Ernest. John. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, we have a video playing to keep us like focused for what we're talking about for summer anime 2019. And there's one about uh, East Kai, about a, a, a son and his mom dropping into a world. And there's literally an image of them, I guess, in their opening credits of them in a hot spring, both naked, sitting next to each other. And it's as disgusting as you think it is. <laughs> the anime is called a Do You Love Your Mom and her two-hit multi-target attacks. And just like that title, the answer is no. <laughs> no. Uh, so we're back, guys. Uh, last week we talked about um, Bunny... Uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai and the movie. Yes. Does Not Dream of Dreaming Girl. <laughs> and this week we're uh, wrapping up uh, the our watch list of summer 2019 anime. Um, yeah, uh, me and John broke our list down to the ones that we watched and some of that we dropped, um, lists of four each, and we may talk about other stuff that comes to mind, but we'll see. Should be fun. Uh, do you want me to start it off? Or? Yeah, let's okay. start it off with what you think, what was, um... My favorite? Your favorite. I mean, let's just go into the kind of the best first, and what was the anime that hit you for summer 2019? So this should be no surprise, but the summer that... The summer, the anime that hit me this summer the most was Demon Slayer or uh, Kimitsu no Yaiba in Japanese. It premiered in spring 2019 and ended in, in summer of 2019. So this is weird. I'm only doing this because I'm doing a review of the series in whole. I won't spoil anything. Just give a little talk about what I liked and disliked, uh, which was nothing. I didn't really dislike anything. There was not but, one thing uh, about that that I. The Maybe I, I, there's okay. I get yeah. to why I'll say that one thing that a lot of anime reviewers are talking about, but anyways, I'm just gonna give credit where credits due. Uh, the studio was uh, Uf, uh, Fotoba and it was licensed by Amuplex and it had 26 episodes, so it's it's a hefty list for some people if you don't have time. But I loved it. I watched it, was one of those shows I watched weekly, like, usually I want to let it have like be done, but I watch the show week by week. Um, its source, the to make this anime was its source was the manga source, and its creator was Kayohara uh, Kotaga, Kotaga, Kotoge. But I'll just hop in my review and hear what you want to say too. But anyways, <laughs> what I loved uh, the most about this anime was its animation. Well, animation was beautiful. What? What was it? What's it about? What's a oh, quick okay. brief, a quick, brief plot? My own little. Uh, yeah, someone's never Narrative. seen okay. or heard Demon Slayer. So, they don't know anything about so it. So Demon Slayer is basically set in like a, a, a futuristic but feudal era Japan, like a feudal, basically a feudal era Japan in this world where demons live and everything. And basically, uh, the main character is uh, the oldest son in a family of like five, like five siblings. There was like nine, like nine? eight or nine. Yeah, there was I mean, like he a has, lot. He has like four brothers and two sisters. We'll say six. I don't know. And his mother and his father, but basically his father, by the time the anime starts, his father is perceived to be dead, and he was like a fo- uh, a fire dancer. But one day, he, because he's the oldest, he goes to the village to sell things and make money to provide for his family who lives out, out in town in their own little shack. Uh, when he comes back home, he finds that his family has been slaughtered, and the only person left alive is his sister, but she has basically been infected with this the demon demon juice <laughs> i don't like that word demon juice uh she has been affected with a demon uh, virus virus and juice 
and he and because in this world there's like a secret organization that hunts demons to, to kill them because demons literally are like, like vampires so they play on humans and eat them to in order to survive and they gotta take that sacrifice so one demon guy comes see uh to demon hunter comes to slay his sister but the main character uh lets the guy know that he's able to talk to his sister and stop her from using like embracing her demon side and actually killing others and so that she will and he pleads her that she won't eat people period and that that leads him leads him into becoming actual a demon slayer in order to keep his sister alive and find out who infected her and find a cure in order to save her life and bring her back yeah yeah that's a small i mean that's a good one not right my there. greatest so what was some <laughs> what was what you uh, liked about it so I love the animation. Um, a lot of people will say this anime is a kind of a cliche shonen, of like simple, like here's a bad guy, the main character is on a mission to save something. But I disagree. I think sometimes the simple stories, like it's not too too elaborate, simple premise can be very great and entertaining. And this one just made me love the main character itself. The animation, beautiful. The music was great, and the story itself was was rather just like straight to the point and got me into liking each and every character. Um, the main character itself, he's amazing. I should have wrote down his name. I don't know why. I didn't Tanjiro? Yeah, Kinjiro. Tanjiro. Uh, Tanjiro? Yeah, Tanjiro. Uh, he, he just, he's honestly like my favorite. If how are you going to forget the, man, the, the guy's favorite like, name? How are you going to forget his name if he's your what, favorite character? That's true. I, I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote, because like, I, I wrote all this stuff down on a piece of paper. I was like, well, I didn't write the characters down. I didn't want to do like a whole archive like breakdown but i should have at least done that just like the main names yeah. but Andrew, tanjiro is just an amazing character he's uh very smart and like very like kind and he's one of those kind characters who who even when he kills like this is i, I would say this is the most beautiful thing about the anime it's like he hunts demons and kills them and these people kill humans but he still has a time to shed a tear and like pray for their death and like knowing that they weren't always that way yeah and, he doesn't uh forgive what they do yeah i mean he definitely acknowledges that they are demons and they've done bad and he gets that but he also acknowledges that they were at one point human and he kind of always offers a tribute to some of them that he almost seems kind of like repent in their last minute or show like a shred of humanity yeah and that those small moments stick out a lot to me throughout that uh, throughout the whole anime I liked what they did with uh, the random art style in terms of the music, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of the fighting scene. The music and how they would change uh, from fast to slow, depending on the part, they, it was, it's done really, really well. They have an amazing opening as well. And the ending, I, I'm not a fan of their ending theme song. The ending theme song, the theme song sucks. <laughs> but the opening theme song was really good. Huge fan. It's actually on one of my YouTube playlists because it gets me in the zone. And for me, it's one of my contenders of, like, the top opening theme song for this season. Because it just, I mean, even almost a year for me, just because, again, it makes a good impact for me through the whole thing. And when you actually listen to the opening theme song on headphones, you hear a lot of different layers. That's really nice. So that, I mean, is there anything else which uh, you wanted to add on um, Demon Slayer? Um, Hopefully a lot of people, you probably heard a lot of news about this show. Because it got, it was like the big anime of summer 2019, along with other ones that we'll talk later on. 
Um, I would just say give it a try. I think you would definitely love it if you were just try, starting to get into anime or like a Senin based anime that are like or Shonen. No, no that's more Senin. Shonen, yeah. No, this one would be Senin. I mean, because there's, they allude to like Senin would be more adult themed. Okay, they point. allude to some adult. I mean, it's definitely I can see Shonen because it's uh, they're gonna put it on Toonami, and yeah. Toonami usually puts on like about a, a bunch of Shonen animes. But I mean, they talk about. I mean, they show some pretty graphic death and. So it just seems a little bit more adult themed than kind of like teenager themed to me. Kind of like Tokyo Ghoul in a yeah. way. Yeah. Um, I think I, I would say give it the three episode anime rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you would love it. It's definitely if you just want to get into anime and just see if this might be interesting for, for you. I think definitely give it a chance. I it's my highly recommended anime. Of the so year. episode, it's it's such a good anime that it actually if you look up a uh, IDBM the top episodes of uh that have ever got released so right now demon slayers episode 14th is currently on that list Episode 14 yeah and that's where pretty much he did like his major fight scene with in the forest yeah was that in the, oh wow so what they did is they did a really good job in terms they did such a good job to where they said hey this episode is on the same list you know an episode of game of thrones is on or breaking oh, bad geez. i mean that's how high rated it was i mean it, this one went viral there was celebrities talking about how good demon slayer was because of that one episode so i would have i mean again we have nothing but positive things to say about it it was a good opener for the season this one for me flew in under the radar i was uh more kind of focused on the one i'm about to bring up next yeah and i can say that demon slayer for me so far is the contender of anime of the year like it's the one that's kind of stayed in my mind I'm very sad every Saturday now that it's not on. That I just can't get up at my normal ten o'clock and just immediately watch it. Yeah, we literally got hyped that they announced a movie. Yeah, right before like we're definitely going to that. This anime, there's one great thing to conclude it that some animes I feel follow. Like I talked about this, like in animes like My Hero Academia, there was a big movie that went into theater. So they did a, a filler episode, basically hitting that. Oh, we're going to go to the America to start the movie. We'll see it on this. This anime ends perfectly that the movie is canon for sure. Yep. And that the anime wraps up with them on where the movie will take place in. Like perfectly ending it. So like you hit it and you're like, wow, I just want to jump into the movie immediately. Like you already sold me on that trailer right there. Just the mm-hmm. anime ending. You sold me on who the villain is going to be and what's about to go down. And who's also with them. That's going to accompany them on this big mission. That I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hyped to get to know these characters. Oh, it's going to be really yeah. good. I'm very excited so, for it. There will be another, like R- Rasco, where we do talk about uh, Demon Slayer and Ho and the movie. Yeah, we'll end up doing that. <laughs> like we'll, we'll just have a combination episode with that. Yeah. I mean, anime movies are getting dropped a lot more frequently, for sure. especially with that Konosuba movie coming out next month, which I'm definitely going to see, and you should totally check it out. I still get mad that my co-host Ernest oh, does yeah. not and has not really watched Kona Konosuba. At but there's all. a reason because Konosuba came out at the same time as Re Zero, which I love, and the bit, but both main characters wear like a tracksuit, and I was like, "This is goofy. This is this is real and emotional and hit me in the levels where I was depressed when the character was depressed. And it was good. Yeah, that's depressed exactly for the it. show. Like I was feeling what he was feeling. Not like I was in a depressed yeah, state. Yeah, no, like, we get it. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But okay, uh, let's. <laughs> what what's your uh, first pick? So my first uh, pick, well, definitely is Demon Slayer, of course. <laughs> oh, but... but in terms of just uh, the one that I 
was really hyped for myself after seeing the just the opening trailer. It gets pushed also uh, real quick for Demon Slayer. You can find that on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, yes. Yes. Okay. So for uh, the one I'm about to. Uh, introduce this one you can find also on Crunchyroll as well. It's like their main it's, exclusive one, right? They, yeah, they, this is one you can tell they're they're the, pushing the this time. one really hard. Kind of like a couple. Well, they're really hit and miss about some of the anime yeah. they push because they push Isekai too. Building, like, but this one's like they they show their brand before the show even starts. This is the first time I've seen that in a Crunchyroll. Anime yeah, yeah. For them to do I that, mean, so I think they're changing they, some stuff. Up. They pumped a lot into yeah. it. So uh, the anime is called Doctor Stone. And this is one that kind of lacks a little bit in terms of action, and it's pure science. I mean, just science-oriented the whole time. So the main character is uh, Senku, and Senku Ishigami, and pretty much he is with his friend Taiju Oki. And how it starts is just they're in class. Uh, Senku is pretty much like a genius in terms of yeah. scientist. He is well ahead of his time, kind of like the Einstein of his time. They're all hanging out. All of a sudden, a bright light pops out of the sky and petrifies all of them. So it just turns everyone to stone, everything. So 3,700 years end up passing, and you find out that uh, Senku and also his friend Taiju get revived. And how they get revived is really interesting because if you uh, fall into a state of kind of unconscious, so you fall asleep or where your mind's not active, then the petrification will fully work on you. And then at that point, there's nothing anybody can do. Now, both of these people kept their minds active during the whole 3,700 years. Um Taiju kept his mind active by thinking about how he wants to confess to this girl, uh, Yuzuria. And Senku literally counted every second that passed for 3,700 years. He literally counted it all. And, like, it sounds ridiculous, but how they actually, like, uh, portray that in the anime how it's kind of shown when you really think about it i mean it gives me goosebumps because to me that's incredible willpower because yeah. he even talks like every eighty thousand thousand second that's when he like he kind of gets a lull and he has to snap himself back yeah. so imagine you sit there and you just see you know whatever is in front of you you can't move you can't talk you see how much does the world change with no humans contact for three thousand seven hundred years like yeah. it's obviously a lot so some, they end up breaking out, and they're the first ones who pretty much get out of the petrification state, and now they're trying to survive in this now stone world. There's no technology, there's nothing, so they have to use kind of basic science to kind of build a home to make sure that they can um, kind of have soap and other things so that they don't die because, you know, there's no medicine. A sickness in that time will kill them. And so it's pretty, it's really cool where you just watch these modern people use and figure out chemistry and go through all the different ways of combining different uh, mixtures to actually create science to actually get electricity or other things in a stone world. And so it's really fascinating. I love the way the characters are drawn. To me, that stands out a lot. This is definitely more of a shonen anime. It's action-oriented, but not in terms of the graphic side. Um, you can find it on Crunchyroll. It's licensed by Funimation. Um, it's written by Richiro Inagawa uh, Gaki. 
and it's the English publisher is Viz Media. Can you say what he wrote that before he wrote this? What? I mean, yeah. Uh, that, uh, that was Richira? cool. I found out. Yeah, I can tell you. I can. Because it was a popular, like, old school, like, what was it, like, I, I would say back in, like, when middle school and high school kind of anime. He wrote Shield here. I mean, yes, yeah, uh, Eye Shield. Shield. Oh, Eye Shield, not Shield here. Yeah, so he wrote Eye Shield. Eye Shield 21, which was a sports anime about football in Japan. Which was actually and really good. Really good and popular. And, like, the art, like, the dimensions of how he made characters look was, like, Goofy, there was one player that he even, like, did a little, uh, they did a little funny thing in, uh, Dr. Stone of the big center, their center field. Mm. They have a little evolution of the how mankind evolves, and it was like showed him. Uh, but it's just, awesome. it, it just a cool thing that it made me. What I, I love is that a writer like this, he can write about football and stuff, and he is so like uh, research oriented and making sure that he's saying everything correct to build on this world. And then, and in Dr. Stone, he's doing science, and that's highlighting like kids can watch this show. That it's fun and, and a great story, but also learn something through it. And yeah. have those hints. And I like that you can do anime and like do little things that can teach you while also presenting a great story narrative. I mean, it adds a lot of depth to it. Yeah. Just like what you said with iShield 21. I mean, they actually talked real you know, football passing plays, real guard uh, blocking mm-hmm. techniques in terms of like the center. <clears throat> I mean, which for people who have no knowledge, it gives them that extra knowledge kind of makes you a little bit more not and entertained because now you know what's happening and why it's happening and it's presented to you in such an entertaining way as well and then they get to dr stone and they do a similar thing but also through science now and how is it that you can get cavemen that have only stone tools that have no real light that have nothing how do you get that to now somehow progress in society how do you get back to that to what modern times are like when you that's where your starting point so there's a lot of people who uh, online they say that you definitely want to read the manga because it just it powers through what you see and it adds a lot of depth to it. Mm-hmm. I heard it was really good. I want to check it out myself. I mean, what's cool is I mean, this is a this is a newer anime. It came out in 2017, yeah. so this might be a contender uh, around for at least the next few years because it doesn't yeah. look like it's going to end anytime it's still soon. Going on. And I know it gets incredibly more complicated later. Yeah. Uh, the more uh, protagonists and antagonists that they end up uh, interview, yeah. um, introducing. So Dr. Stone, I've watched three. I mean, I, I keep up with it. This is one, this is like my new one that I kind of mm-hmm. go back to every single week that I'm just really excited to check out. I highly recommend it. What do you think about it? Uh, I love Dr. Stone. It's, again, one of, just like Demon Slayer 1, I, I would always go back to and watch. Um, it just, I don't know, it just, like, I, li- I just love the, like, I'm learning as I watch it. And, like, and seeing, like, a premise about if we went back into uh, the dawn of civilization, of how much, how we, how we built in societies, things that I don't appreciate, like, how advanced humanity is today, and how much work it took, and how how these people who had like no knowledge at the time, these people who dreamed and really did things to change the world, like when it came to like making medicine, modern medicine, how much of a miracle that was, and how much of a risk in order to make things happen, like penicillin they're talking about, how how big of a deal that is if you think about it, to make that someone figured it out and was able to make this work to in order to save so much life. Yeah. And this is why I hate the main antagonist of the series. So I was like, your world would not work if you 
Because he wants to destroy science and everything, too. He, he wants to destroy first adults, adults which yes. is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, you know that thing, science? Because it can somehow lead to a gun or something that can kill me, eh, well, we just yeah. don't need it. I'd rather just eat meat that's not seasoned and be okay with <laughs> that's that. That's also correct. And that I'm just like, I hope this show does this. And I know it may it'd be a cop-out, but also be cool. It wouldn't be realistic, but also a cop-out that some of these characters will die because they don't have medicine. That there's going to be illnesses that come that you can't prevent. Because life expectancy, the only reason life expectancy is so high now is because we have medicine to prevent things. Mm-hmm. And that comes from science. But we'll see. I just got, I just get hyped for it. And I think it's definitely a great anime. And I loved it. So I wasn't much of a fan of the intro for yeah. this one. So it's oh, definitely man. not on the contender. But the ending theme like song. Burnout Syndrome's? The ending theme song, uh, that was the intro. It's called Good Morning World by Burnout Syndrome. And the ending theme song stuck out to me, and that's on one of my playlists. It's called Life by Rude A. It's a really good ending theme song. Really nice. And, yeah, so this right here is Dr. Stone. Um, My vote is definitely check it out. What was yours, Ernest? Uh, definitely, definitely watch it. I think you will love it, honestly. Um, I, I see no, especially if you... Uh, just want an anime that's not all about action and great storytelling. I I, I would highly recommend that for. So yeah. what's gonna be the the next one that you ended up checking out? So the next one I ended up checking out is one that it's a series I wanted to do an archive of because I just love this series. It's very this is one of those heavy ones that it's hard. I'm I recommend it if you're interested in this kind of genre. It's very war oriented. It's a, it's a, I would say it's like a space opera about military science in the future, mecha, and it's a big popular series that you may have heard of if you like just learning about anime. And it's um, this one specifically. It's one they just redid. It's a prequel to one of the big ones called Mobile Suit Gundam: The Origin and Advent of the Red Comet. This is basically a a prequel series. Uh, talking about Char, um, or what his real name being, um, uh, what's it? so it's a prequel to what? It's pre- prequel to Mobile Su- the first Mobile Suit Gundam. Gundam Wing, like with Hero? Uh, no, with uh, uh, Ray Amaro. Oh. You know, okay, yep, school yep, Gundam. yep. Um, and this is just about uh, his Ray's like main antagonist and rival, mm-hmm. Char and Zabob. But it basically, talks about him being his life. And how he got to where he was to be the be considered the Red Comet, and it just honestly, I just I love Gundam and I love space operas. If you like military stuff, it talks. It's a good another one showing about how war is. Like there's two sides, the Zeon and the Earth Federation, and how these people, the Zeon, basically is a a a, a country and like Federation that lived and prospered in space, but is almost like having like all these increased taxes and like political things with the earth federation and having like earth being a primary power doing all these things to say, make their ways of lives harder. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like how the 13 colonies in America, British said, Hey, this is a, hey, we're against this. You know, why are we being taxed for stuff that we don't, we don't, that don't affect us to yeah. make you guys prosper and stuff. And basically this federation's like, Hey, we're going to fight against the war. And that's why that big conflict happens. And, yeah, it's it's just really good if you love that kind of history and like want to see a space opera like that. Um, How does it stack compared to some of the other Gundams you've seen? <clears throat> uh, I think I think it stacks high for just like if you want story dialogue. It's not 
some of the new Gundams that come out, like uh, Gundam Double Zero Zero, which I love, and like uh, even uh, Iron Blood Orphans. It's all about like how cool mecha fighters. Mm-hmm. While this one is about the politics and seeing all these different characters mm-hmm. and things that happen with how mankind can be and like how cruel war could be in general, like killing civilians and stuff, yep. or to in order to make your ideals happen and stuff and how how uh people can be have have good ideals like there's one character um that's part of the zion force that he was sad because he killed basically killed his whole colony of people in order to make his empire win to prosper mm-hmm. and he thought about his daughter and he's like man what if my i killed all these little girls like like who reminds me of my daughter and in order for him to not be so depressed he's like you know what but they were weak. That's why they died. They they weren't strong enough to protect their daughters. So that's their fault and not mine. They weren't strong enough. In that in that mindset that you have to, you know, change how you look at things in order to make yourself feel better and cope with the pain of what you did in tragedy. That you gotta say the only reason that happened was because they weren't good. They weren't strong enough. And they didn't have the will enough to do what was necessary. Mm-hmm. And it's just hard. Um, but jumping into it. Uh, it premiered in spring of 2019. It ended uh, summer 2019, so there was a number of, like 13 episodes. It's made by Sunrise Studios, and its source material was a manga. Its creator and illustrator is uh, Yoshikazu uh, Yasuhiko, and he, he's a very famous uh, uh, mangaka, manga, mangaku, manga writer. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say that name, and. Uh, I know this show isn't for everyone, but I would definitely say give it the three episode rule. Uh, just see Origin itself. If you can finish it, please watch the original Mobile Suit Gundam. I'm going to hopefully be able to do an archive episode of it. and It's a long series, so we'll probably do 13. Mm-hmm. But I definitely something I love and want to do like a big little mini series of all the Gundams and talk about it because it's just a great series overall. I can get very like, what was that? Very, it can get very just like you know tension based and like uh, get very like mediocre in some of the things, but it's definitely good. And, and this the Mobile Suit Gundam series itself has a lot of spinoffs. Talking about this war, this one war specifically, where it talks about the because it's space battles and Earth battles. So some of it's like all oh, the space battles, and some of it about the the small little uh, resistant fighters on Earth, and or some's even like the arena battles, arena ones, yeah, mm-hmm. like just, G Gundam. It's good, and uh, I highly recommend it. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, and yeah, I, I just found it by chance. There was a movie, too, that you can watch, but I would say if you want a more fleshed-out story, because movies can only tell you so much, I'll just watch the 13 episodes that they did. I like it. Um, so overall, your view is to definitely check it out, right? Definitely check it out. Yeah. Did uh, the intro or outro kind of stand out to you? Um. It's old school. Uh, it changes over time. None of it ever like got me hyped, but mm-hmm. it worked for what the manga was showing because it showed a lot of its as the anime builds up of the characters past and everything. There's one I don't want to spoil. I'll just say uh, the main character Char. He it's like cool because he's like, oh, this is a guy who wants to redeem his family of things that happened to him, but he does one thing that was most ruthless thing ever, and. This is a slight spoiler, but I won't say names or anything, but he does sign in order to save his own life to make someone else be him. If that makes sense. So, like, he, there's a situation that he is, Char is of a noble birth, and he can have 
political. If he is known to be alive, he can have he can have uh people can stand up to make him back in charge. So the family that is now like in political power right now because Char's father's dead, and they're like, oh, we're gonna be the main family until the the other family is old enough to or actually take our power. They stage a way to make him like coop and get him assassinated basically. Mm-hmm. And he goes into hiding, and they find out he's still alive. So he, lucky by chance, and this is more like plot plot device. There's a character that looks exactly like him, but doesn't have the same color eyes. And Char does this ruthless thing where he makes them swap identities at the end, so he could go into the military for Zion forces to join, and the other guy loses credentials, and because he was supposed to join the military, and he actually they think it's actually Char, uh, the Char. main Char yeah. in. He takes the guy's name. His name is Char. The yeah. actual guy's name is Char. And he takes the original name that Char has and basically gets murked. That's fair. So was that the coldest death you've ever seen? I thought it wasn't the coldest, but it was just like, it, it makes Char a very dark hero. Like you can like him, but he also, he's in order to keep, in order to fulfill like his goals and ambitions, he's willing to kill you. There's people who were like, I swear I will stand by your side. And not tell any a soul about you. He's like, you know too much. And make sure he gets target. That person gets killed by his own men because he doesn't give out information on them. Oh, we confiscated that tape. It's just really good. It's it's a cold blooded war drama space story, and I loved it. Really, reminds me. Was that would that be the coldest death you've ever seen on in an anime? Like on a like random tangent. Mm. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. Out of all the stuff we've watched and seen, what is the coldest death I've ever seen? Where I sat there and either laughed hard or it was one of those things where it was horrifying because it just it was cold. And the first one that comes to my mind is, in a, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Hmm. There's a specific death in there that happens that I not, o- that I not only rewound but I did that like two or three times and laughed so hard because it was such a cold death. It would just... What's this? Is this season two? Yeah, it's okay. in the season two. And it just stands out to me because, again, it's I've seen people get all forms of hacked up. I have not seen that style of death that I've seen in that one anime. And it just, oh, it still makes me smile to this day. It's hard. Uh... I can't, I can't think of one right now because I, I was about, about to think of Attack on Titan. But I think what's cold about cold about these ones and like even like it's a wrong. It's like it's anime where you don't expect it to be so ruthless. Mm-hmm. And most like I should expect like this is a war drama. Things going to be heavy. But I don't expect the main character who you're following yeah. to to be like because he's a very silent protagonist. Like He talks every once in a while, but you don't know what he's thinking. So he does things where it's like this guy is freaking ruthless. And you know why. I just for me doing research, like his biggest plan, what he tries to do in order to fulfill his ambitions, mm-hmm. and that it costs. When we get to it, if we ever do the full series, it, it, it definitely a heavy choice of what he does, and I don't know, it's just great writing. Another one that stands out was uh, Naruto Shikimaru when he went. Do you know who that is? Yeah. So the guy that like can control his shadow. Mm-hmm. So when um. Oh. They murked his master, his oh, sensei, yeah. and he actually like had that dude cut up because he was immortal and pretty much buried at different points. 
and pretty much then lit his master's like because his master was a ghost i mean yeah. i mean died well, yeah, he yeah. like list lit his ghost cigarette with his lighter yeah. that's one of the coolest scenes that gives me goosebumps almost every time you know what it's annoying about that it's a cool scene what because they did that whole Boruto spinoff and guess what they did with the master's daughter when they had her fight they brought that dude back. That like, dude got unburied. Like someone went in that floor. Oh no way! Really? Had the daughter fight him. That's expected. In a way, uh, Kakashi. And I guess that could be cool, but... like get revenge. But I just love how that ended because it brought another cool character who sometimes because that that's one of those series where Naruto is great, especially when they highlight the other characters besides the main two, Naruto and Sasuke. First of and all, sometimes get weak. Or... Fuck Sasuke for the rest of my yeah. life. I'll never respect him and I'll never respect anyone who the likes him. The coldest, funniest thing was when Sasuke was destroying, basically wanting to destroy the village and then at the end of it he was like, I will become the Hokage. And I, all, everyone laughed at him. Basically. This is the first time I actually ever got mad. Like, genuinely mad. And we're not talking like berserk mad where you're just yeah. like burned. I'm talking just offended mad that this guy had the audacity to say that he wanted to be the Hokage. <laughs> after saying, af- actually making a war plan to like destroy the village and almost succeed. After all the crap, trying to kill... Uh, again, uh, there's no character I will hate more than Sasuke. Like, I hate him and I hate um, Griffith from oh, Griffith. Berserk. I hate Griffith those two. Kind of around the same for me because oh. Sasuke makes me mad. Again, adult Sasuke, I, I get he's Only better. The, yeah. But... Uh, only reason Griffith stays because he's just what well, he did at the yeah, end. He did yeah. The, oh yeah, it was gosh. the worst of the worst of the dirtiest of the dirty. But again, that would just random kind of deaths that stand out. And I've seen random clips recently of Naruto where it just kind of hits the heartstrings again mm-hmm. really hard. Oh. If you haven't watched Naruto or uh, Shippuden, I highly recommend it. Um, you should probably YouTube. Um, episodes to skip that are fillers yeah because there's quite there's a lot of them but if you sure. just watch just straight the arcs and kind of skip a lot of the fillers it's a waste of your time you will definitely enjoy it the action scenes are top-notch the music's always really good didn't they have rewrite in there from asian yeah, kung fu generation yeah. wait wait was no, that they had they didn't have rewrite what they was had, the, uh, the they had like Ake uh, boshi's wind or uh, yeah, they had win Boshi. they had uh Fighting Dreamers was on there. I remember Fighting Dreamers. We are fighting dreamers. Yeah, they they do have songs from Asian Kung Fu Generation. I just can't think of one right now, but they do have the music from that. So pretty much, again, the intros, the outros are pretty decent throughout the series. It's a long, long, long. Bluebird is amazing. So check that out. Random tangent. (laughs) That was random anime deaths that somehow led to Naruto. So. Bringing it back, okay. the next one that it was. This is a small little twelve episode that I found just randomly on Hulu. Oh, it came also, out. Also, yeah, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam is on uh, Crunchyroll. Okay, perfect. So that one's on Crunchyroll. So this one's called Demon Lord Retry. It is a typical East guy. Guy ends up um, finding himself in a character of a game he created. And so he's the main kind of demon lord of that game. So obviously it makes him a target. And it's funny because the people who uh, had him go there, the um, they were called like a Satanist cult because he's the demon lord. Pretty much had him go like teleported him there, somehow got him in that world. I don't know how that works out ever, yeah. but like they, they always make it convenient. And pretty much he just like mercs them. 
and just tries to do his own thing. I mean, he's a nice guy overall. He's not like a jerk or anything. So his inner dialogue with what he has with himself opposed to what he says out with, to the other people is hilarious. Cause is he like contracts uh, things. an overlord where he pl- tries to play his role? Or? Yeah, he's okay. similar he to overlord where he plays the role a little bit, but also there's a part of him inside where he's just like, whoa, you need to calm down. What do I do right here? And so it just shows him trying to, I mean, he just, uh, his, the name, main character is uh, Hakuto Kunai. He's the demon lord at this point, And he just has, he has administrators access in a game. So there's really no one that's really more broken than this one character. He ends up meeting this girl named Aku, who's kind of like a Rem ripoff from um, ReZero. She looks just like Rem, except she has different colored eyes and short blonde hair. Oh, yeah. And so he pretty much just meets her, sees how terrible her life is and how terrible pretty much the class system is there with how the poor are incredibly poor and the rich are really rich and how they're different worlds. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, all right, I'm going to change this whole thing around. Did he? Okay. And I'm so as a creator, he should have known that unless it became like a, sen- a sentient and it, the world evolved. I mean, it seems to me that some of the world has definitely evolved a little bit, but there's also times where he's like, he gets really pumped because he created this one specific character. Then he finds out, oh, well, you're, you do the attributes or the traits that I gave you, but also you are a whole different person. Like you were not like this. You were more ruthless and now you're nicer and just random stuff like that. And so this is a very lighthearted one. I mean, it's not, and it's not even too much action oriented. I mean, f- the last four episodes are pretty much like a sauna arc of how this guy builds a town and then builds a sauna so that he can steal the rich people's money. And I like that. That was hilarious. Yeah. That's but, such a weird thing to have. But again, I mean, that's that your like last four. Yeah, that sounds more like an OVA. Exactly. So sometimes it will kind of annoy you in terms of it, but I watched it every episode or I watched it every uh, week and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And so, to me, it was kind of one of the better East guys that popped out for, because uh, they popped out like six or seven yeah. for this season. And continuing popping out. And this one right here was kind of one that hit me a little bit more than the others, just because sometimes you don't want the ReZero vibe of feeling kind of sad or depressed. Yeah. Or you don't want the, you want something kind of more lighthearted where you maybe don't have to pay attention too much or it's not like a super complicated plot. I mean, if you have a long day at work, and you have a, you get home and you have an hour left and pretty much you just want something kind of nice and chill but you still want to watch anime bam this one is something i would recommend especially if you're a fan of just the genre of isekai in general they don't take any major risk the characters aren't exactly something that you're going to remember 5 years from now but you will be entertained in the moment i liked it not to be that guy but what do you think of the animation Cause that's only thing that kind of was I didn't notice that it was too bad. I mean, again, like old school, like early 2000s. The moment I know it's an East guy, I immediately shuffle it to a different category of judgment in my brain of knowing that this market is oversaturated and it might be say bad or trash. If you compare it to stuff that you're going to remember for years, like for instance, re zero, Knowing you, Ernest, with how much of a fan you are, ReZero is something that you'll probably think about five, six, ten years from now where because it made an impact on you. Especially knowing that there's light now. This right here will not do the same effect. But in the time right now, at least the last 12 weeks when they were pumping out episodes, I was happy to watch it. Mm. I hope it gets a second 
uh, a second season. It says it ended with a to be continued, but I mean, how many hundreds of anime yeah. done the same? Thing? And being on Hulu, it's tough to advertise. And Hulu doesn't get nearly as much advertising. Yeah. They do. I mean, you can't really review it nearly as much as you can when it's on Crunchyroll, which might be a good thing because if people could review it, it might turn a lot of people off of it. Yeah. I mean, again, because. If you look at some of the standard reviews on Crunchyroll, if, I mean, you look up in an Isekai and you read it, you can kind of get a big impression of whether you like it or not. And some people do reviews before a first episode has popped up. just from the Exactly. Where that can be kind of like... Where it's very frustrating because you should give it a general chance. I mean, we do. And again, we talked about like Rascal-sama where we have judged something and before we actually jumped into it ourselves. Yeah. So we've definitely done an error in terms of doing that too. But... This is something that I I enjoy. I hope they keep doing it. I don't know if I'll check out the light novels because, again, right now, I kind of have, like, a backlog of stuff that yeah. I'm reading. I mean, I still want to get That's into Ari Fuda's light novels and a couple other. But I might give it, like, a year or two, and at the next soccer con, I might check. I might honestly get it, depending on uh, how much is released because there's only three novels that's released right now. Can you tell about the, the, character, uh, the author's name? So the author right now is written by Corono... Kurone Kanzaki. And I'm pretty sure that this is, I mean, the main thing. Yeah, this Corona is the first time done. I saw just like looking that he does light novels and he also has a novel version. That's something that, that's uh, different. Which I see now, like light novels include anime illustration and stuff What with the dialogue, which I'm starting to like a lot more than manga. Personally. I mean, so far, yeah, definitely. I've kind of dropped a little bit off more on manga and kept more of the light novel just because I prefer less visual but more detail. Yeah. Like, I'm, I mean, I'd, I wish I could have visual. I wish I, we can have both, like just a super detailed version of manga. But that's not out there. Yeah. You can't have that. And manga can only tell you so much of the story that light novel. Exactly, because they have to focus yeah. so much on the different yeah, art. Yeah. So it's, it's like... So. I enjoy, especially with like reading Shield Hero or reading um, Classroom of the Elite online, I've been really enjoying just that extra little bit of detail. And honestly, with how like learning how hard life is for Japanese uh, manga creators, I I'm fine with them switching to light novels. If manga stop being big and light novels become huger, I'd rather, they, and since you can use light novels as source material, I'd rather that so they can finish stories. Because all these creators, they die before. The manga's can be completely they finished. Definitely. Like uh, it's, high school, uh, high school of the dead. He mm -hmm. died. I mean, Hunter Hunter that put a lot of stress on him. Like a lot. He said, "Either I want to finish this, or I will die." Yeah. And that's a, and that's hard to hear. I rather say, "Hey, just write your story and let someone else draw it, or just do a light novel and just see pictures." Because your our imagination is powerful, and our imagination and that's the biggest thing. Our imagination is always better than what we actually see. Mm -hmm. To be honest, that's how great. And so that right yeah. there was um, Demon Lord Retry. You can find it on Hulu. I myself recommend it. I hope they keep going with it. I mean, good thing is, is because it's new, there is a chance. But again, we won't know realistically probably till 2021 when it comes to if they do a second season or if this was popular. Not all anime is going to be like De uh, Demon Slayer, where the manga, for instance, is sold out even in Japan. <laughs> There's a shortage over there in terms of the Demon manga Slayer? for Demon Slayer because of how good it is. So, I mean, it doesn't have, again, that same luxury. But whether it is a manga, whether it is the light novel, or whether it's the anime itself, 
we always say, please, please check it out. Please review it. Please buy it. Because again, there's, it's, they're not going to make a season two or they're not going to continue if they don't know that there's there's an audience and nobody can tell there's an audience. If for instance, it's pirated. I mean, Lupe Fiasco said that he would have made platinum off his first album, but it was pirated like a million times. And imagine how much money that could have given him and imagine how much that could have done. And he could have used that money to create more time to flesh out more of the series. So I just, if you like the series, please buy as much of the content you can, where, you know, it's going to go back somehow to that author or to that developer. That's one thing I say, like, some people, like, they can't afford things. Like, I can't get it right now, but I want to watch the series. By all means, you can pirate, but give credit where credit's due. Exactly. Like, Make sure you do you a... do some things of buying, like, buy one manga of it and then work, work hard on getting it. On, like, saving up for stuff. Because they can be pretty expensive, $13, and if you don't have... You got other things to pay back, but in order to, to draw general interest and keep things afloat, you got to watch. You got to show. You got to go to these sites. We live in a, a site that we have all these like media stuff where you can share with your friends. I share my Hulu account. I share Crunchyroll. It's fine. It's like wow. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, all this is a legend. We but don't know. I pay extra for Hulu to share. Yeah, like and, I do that with yeah. the with my Spotify just yeah, because I buy the family plan just so I can give that out to other yeah. people. And so that's why I use it because I want to. I, I I have the means to pay, so I'm going to do it. But. If there was yeah. any terms and conditions of any of the sites where we just violated, then this is all allegedly, and <laughs> we don't know yes, if it has allegedly. or has not been shared. If I was in that position, I would. There would be a chance. If give, we were in that would, position, there would be a and, chance. And Crunchyroll, I give my friend codes out to help have friend get interested in watching Crunchyroll because they give friend codes to let you watch some shows for a duration time. And with that, Ernest is going to bring the next anime. <clears throat> What is the next one that you ended up checking out? So, I'm going to be straight up. Uh, this is one that we're getting to the part of the anime where I dropped it immediately. I didn't even give this one three episodes, which I should. John definitely gave it more. But I dropped this one. And that anime is East Guy Cheap Magician. What's sad about this was one, this is one of the animes that I told John to check out. I was like, hey man, I heard this, this is another East Guy coming out. Let's check it out. Which... I'm worrying that I'm bad at telling people to watch something and then me dropping it immediately is kind of dirty. That's hella dirty. <laughs> uh, but it premiered this summer, 2019. Uh, it ended. It has 12 episodes, and it was the studio that made it. It's a new studio for me. It was Encouraged Films. Remember that? Weird. Uh, but source material is light novel. And basically, the plot of this is like the main character, Tai Chi, and his like high school friend, Kanade. Uh, was like walking home from school, their childhood friends, and then a magic circle ben- uh, appears beneath his Tai Chi's feet, and and Kanadi was like sees him like about to get sucked in, and she's like, "No, I'm gonna join you." And they both get sucked into this world called uh, Altia, and basically they're in a war conflict immediately, and that Tai Chi himself is very a very powerful musician, and she's also pretty good herself, Kanadi. And hijinks and things happen, but I only watched one episode, so I can't get into it too much. Well, um, I watched it all. You watched the whole series? I watched it all. Oh, sweet. All right. And it wasn't good. 
I mean, I watched it all. I will definitely, again, I feel like I'm at the level to where I'll kind of watch most things. It takes a lot for me to drop it. Yeah. Just because I keep up with it weekly. So, for instance, Wednesdays when it came out, I'll just watch, you know, I'll watch it and then kind of move on to something more. And... I think that one came out the same day as uh, Demon Lord Retry. So I would always oh. watch him back to back. And I'd have to watch Iskai Cheap Magician before I watched Demon Lord Retry because Iskai wasn't that good and Demon Lord Retry was. So when I'd swap the order, I, I'd be so disinterested what, in Iskai. Oh, yeah, I watch a terrible one first Damn, and then the okay, good one. Good. But if you watch a good one first, you're just sitting there and you're like, huh, these characters are worse. Uh, <laughs> I don't really care. Just play in the background. And that's exactly it. So, I mean, was it good? No. Was the action good? No. I, I, I can't find a single thing that I, I thoroughly did enjoy about it. Again, I watched it all the way through. I don't like the fact that he kept referring to himself as a cheat. That Because he'd be like, yeah, I'm totally cheating right now. As he just blew five people away. And I'm like, yeah. What, how is he cheating though what's his thing like he because has... he acknowledges he has a power that surpasses everything else in that oh, okay. stupid world so it's just it's frustrating especially because again he acknowledges and calls it a cheat and it's just something like that and I, for some reason it bugs me personally what killed me for it is just like the character is bland the girls all around him are bland and big boobs and stuff i'm just like i'm tired of these animated girls like i want him He's a cheat, and I want him. <laughs> he did nothing like, to work for those powers. It was just granted for him, but I want it. And that, again, just like you said, the blind characters make it very uninteresting. Watch it again if you like just standard of the East Kai genre, because there's people like me that just like the genre as a whole. I'm probably like, oh, I watch Log Horizon. Oh, that's not East Kai. Never mind. Continue. Log Horizon, I think it might be. Because it's a video game one. Well, it, yeah, but still. So kind of Eskai, well, think about Eskai means you get trapped in another world. Right. If you're in a game like Sword Art or Log, you're still yeah. in a different world. Yeah. You're not in your world. So that one was Eskai Cheap Magician. It came out Wednesdays on Crunchyroll. And the series, the season is over. Actually, I heard they might be doing a season two for that one. Because that is also one that That's got... Probably, yeah. Pushed by a uh, Crunchyroll. Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah, you'll see a uh, Crunchyroll pushes this one quite a lot, and I laugh hard. Yeah. The creator, uh, sorry, is uh, Takeru uh, Uchida, and its illustrator was uh, Nardak uh, for the like, light novels and stuff. But yeah, I- I'm sorry, I dropped it after one episode. Um, I- Will you end up going back? Will you at least give it the golden three episode rule, or are you going to be the type of guy that goes against your own rule? Um, you will have to find out next time on Anime Archives. Uh, probably not. Um, we'll see. If I do it, it would be if I am caught up with all the now fall animes that are coming out, and I feel comfortable with the ones I, I'm choosing to watch fully of. Because this is my plan this year is to like find find my like five picks and like focus on those. And if I if they end quick, cool. If they don't, mm-hmm. we'll see. Just so I can actually say I either finish it or drop it. If if they do get dropped, I do three episodes and go and find another one. But that's the plan. But East Sky just didn't interest me, especially compared to the other ones that are already out. I just didn't feel like wasting my time. It reminded me a lot of another one I liked uh, that was Spring, and that was a uh, uh, grandchild magician, grandchild, wise man's, wise man's grandchild. grandchild, and it just reminded me of that yeah, where the yeah. guy main character is reborn. He, 
goes through the world. He is super strong. And this is another anime that Ernest told me to watch, yeah. and then he dropped, and I watched the whole thing. What a theme! Hmm. What a theme! Hmm. Hmm. I'm turned off. I, I watched it, it was episode five when I just was like, I'm done with the show. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I mean, <laughs> again, that's fair. We can't had better things to enjoy do. everything. All right, so <sighs> for me, I got about two left in terms of anime <laughs> that really stuck out to me personally. Uh, the next one that's on the list that kind of – it's on the same level to me as Shonen as uh, Demon Slayer and Dr. Stone because they all got – I mean all three got dropped for the summer of 2019 and all three kind of stood out as for me the top three of the, like the summer. Okay. So starting with Demon Slayer, Fire, uh, then uh, Dr. Stone and this would probably for me be the third place one. This one's called uh, Fire Force. So Fire Force right here is a great shonen manga that's been around since 2015. It is uh, got released recently, July 5th, 2019. It's still ongoing right now. They just went into their second kind of se- uh, second part of the first season. Is that what we would say, or would it be the second season at this point? It looks like, um, th- well, they did what Demon Slayer did, so it'd yeah, be first season of but second part of the first season. Yeah. So this right here was written by Atsuhi Akubo, and that's famous for Soul Eater. And Soul Eater got a lot of people. People like it because of the art style. It was really interesting themes. And Fire Force, you can tell it has a very similar artist. It's kind of drawn a little bit more tame, a little less dramatic than Soul Eater was. Yeah. But overall, um, pretty much what Fire Force is about is... You have firefighters in this kind of distant future Tokyo where they are solving a case of how people are spontaneously combusting. So one day you're at you're there with all your friends. The person you don't like in your friend's group happens to go on fire. And then all of a sudden you have to sit there and say, oh, do we kill him or do we run away? And here is pretty much what happens. Now, sometimes people can turn on fire based off an unknown situation so it could be either forced or it could be a natural thing and so the whole thing of fire force is this team is trying to figure out why is it people are combusting so the main character is a uh, shinra kasaka uh kasakabe 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 man i'm sorry <laughs> that is tough, tough. And we obviously need to practice our names more. So Shinra like is Google what we're going to go by because that's what they call him. No one says Kusakabe. <laughs> uh, Kusakabe! Yeah. So Shinra, he's a third generation pyrokinetic. And he's known as the, his little nickname is the Devil's Footprints because he can ignite his feet. So he's practically like a Taekwondo specialist. And at this point, he enters a Fire Company 8 and helps pretty much extinguish these infernals, put them to rest, and kind of changes this around. So it has a similar thing, or changes the team around. So it's very similar to Black Clover, because the main character, Asta, when he goes into the Black Bulls, opposed to a few months after he's been it, the characters even say, hey, the moment this character entered us, the whole team atmosphere, chemistry, everything started to change because of this one guy. Mm-hmm. Like Black Bulls, everything kind of changed with Asta. Oh, him drawing? Yeah. And so this right here was kind of, kind of a similar feel where you could tell Shinra is changing 
I mean, his fire force and just like how everything's going. So he has a weird thing of whenever he's nervous, he grins. And it's really cool because whenever he gets put in an awkward situation or you could tell he's scared, he has this devil grin that's yeah. on his face. So he has these sharp teeth. That yeah. Like, like daggers. And people think it's like a devil look. Exactly. And because he can ignite his feet, you know, with flames on fire yeah. at will, he has a bad reputation. And so... This series has great action. The humor is incredibly funny to me. It goes a little over the top on a couple of the humor. But again, they do that with every anime. It's kind of a typical trope. Right now, it's going to be about 24 episodes. The opening theme song, Inferno by Miss Green Apple, is what Mm. I really liked. Very, very good. Again, for me, it will be... I don't know if it'll be on my top five in terms of for um, this, year? this year's opening theme song because there's been a lot of good ones that got released. But it is one that's definitely on, you know, something to consider. It's on one of my own playlists, so I, I do enjoy it. The guy has a good voice when it comes to it. And, yeah, again, this one's called Fire Force. Did you ever uh, get a chance of watching any of yeah, it? Yeah, I watch. I'm still watching Fire Force. Uh, I'm getting caught up since I was gone for a little while. But I'm enjoying it. Uh, at first, I was, wasn't was too sure about it. I was like, oh, this might be a little uh, too, like, that, just, like, by the numbers shonen. But um, the premise already got me pretty hooked now. There was a certain episode that kind of leads to figuring out, you know, the big thing about why people are combusting and how we can just prevent that in general is interesting enough. And uh, just the stuff surrounding the main character. I don't know. I, I think it's a good watch if you just want just a... You know, if you don't want to watch an East guy that's been going on, just watch a simple anime that about people doing a job and trying to fo- solve a, a mystery. With some good action some in there, action. too. And some of the scenes are incredibly beautiful. It's really nice. And again, everybody likes a hero story. The yeah. fact is that this guy gets labeled as a devil and he just wants to be known as a hero. He wants to be a hero. I mean, that's something that I've heard people in my personal life say that they've really liked, that they just want to be a hero. So, I mean, you have to respect that and you have to appreciate that if somebody wants to at least do something so selfish, selfless, that they're willing to put their life on the line just to try to help out. And he does that many different times. Again, I really like the series. It stood out for me personally. I'm a fan. I recommend you definitely check it out. It's called Fire Force. Again, still on Crunchyroll, that's still going on. <clears throat> for my last... Oh, man. I guess we want, I'm going to have two more then. Okay, so you'll have one. I'll I have, have my one? last one, and then okay. we'll finish off. Yeah, just so... Uh, <clears throat> so, my last one... My second to last one is um, anime called... Weird name. The Japanese name is a lot cooler. I'm John Goes by it, but... In English, it's called From Commonplace to World's Strongest. But in English, I mean, Japanese, we just call it Arifuda. It's Arifuda Shoku Goyu De Sekai Saikoyo. Or Arifuda for short. Or Arifuda for short. Uh, but basically, its premise is an ordinary 17-year-old. It's another uh, East guy. But ordinary 17-year-old otaku Hajime is disrupted when him and his classmates are summoned to a fantasy world tasked with saving mankind. His classmates all are gifted with impressive powers used in combat, but Hajime's power is basically inferior. He has a transmutation skill that lacks any real offensive, but he can, like, transmute stuff. Just like if you're a full, full Metal Alchemist fan, he can just transmute, like, touch things. Yeah, they called it, like, a synergy skill? Yeah, synergy skill. Like basically, synergist. just, like, 
he's more of a support class, if anything. But basically, something happens that causes uh, Hajime to be betrayed by one of his classmates, and he's pummeled into this abyss when they're out in a dungeon. And he is attacked by monsters and basically left to die. But due to his strong will and like his power to like don't his need to not want him to die, he is a part of himself. The knight's kindness of himself dies, and he's able to surpass and use his skill in order to become someone better. He pretty much relies on <clears throat> hatred, just like Naofumi yeah. did in Shield Hero, where he does a good job. I mean, which makes sense. He knows he kind of got betrayed. Yeah. He knows he, he got left for dead. He should be dead. I mean, first episode kind of stands out because he gets his arm bit off. Bit off, yeah. I mean, completely bit off. You see the blood. This... You see, like, the oh, anguish in his. Too, a demat, uh, uh, it was a bear. That one was a bear, okay. yeah. And it's funny because well, it doesn't matter. So at this point, when I first seen that, hey, his arm got bit off, I'm like, okay, so now it's you got to cycle this away. This might not be the East guy style cheap magician. Yeah. This might be the ReZero style East guy yeah. where it might be real, real quick. And I've, I, I that right there was kind of a... One where I'm like, okay, so he actually, Ernest actually, because he recommended this one to me as well. Yeah. Where I'm like, dang, okay, this is actually out of the three East guy he recommended. This is definitely (laughs) the better one out of all of them. Uh, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, I found it by chance. But anyways, uh, he's able to survive and that hatred fuels him in order to learn how to actually make his power very, his actual skill very powerful. And now he, and basically his, his now motivation is to get out, like, just like most East guys, is to return home and not care about this world. He's like, this world doesn't give a damn about me, just like in Shield Hero. This world doesn't care about me and has shunned me and basically left me for dead. I just want to do whatever I have to do to get myself back home and get out of this world, because I don't give a damn about it. And his adventures, and it's, it just straight. Um, I like him. I mean, I like the main character and what do you have the main character's name? Uh, his name is uh, Hajime. Hajime. Okay. okay. So I liked the main character uh, Hajime quite a lot because he really reminded me of Naofumi in terms of this yeah. is a cold guy. If you, he has no problem in killing you, has no problem in erasing you. And I don't like the type of heroes at all where somebody kills somebody in their group. You kill somebody in my group and, I beat the brakes off you. Why would I let you live? Mm. I don't like that. I don't. I don't believe in taking that, that high happen? road out. I. No. I don't believe in taking that high road. I don't believe that that really exists. Goblin Slayer. If you really watch Goblin Slayer, you'll realize that that mentality will screw you over, because of what happens in Goblin Slayer when someone actually tried to take that high road. When it comes to any form. Somebody is already going to kill, has killed somebody in your group. I, why, if you let them live, they're going to do it again. So, I mean, I like Hajime because he kind of, he has this coldness to him because of what's happened to him where he taps into. And for me, it's more realistic. It's more honest. It's more open and it's less pretty much more just where everybody kind of gets a happy ending. That's not what reality is. Yeah. I mean, again, you hurt somebody in my group to the point to where they, they're dead. Their existence is no longer there. Why should you then continue to live? You shouldn't. 
So what I like about Hajime is he's the type of guy where he's like, even if everybody's screaming, no, let this person live, he still sticks by his own ideas and he will still kill you. And he has no problem in fighting anybody. No. He will he will turn his gun on his own schoolmates. He will turn his gun on his teacher. He'll turn his gun on God himself. No. He has a mission, and that's because of the amount of hatred that's kind of throughout him. No. So I and thought this. If you see what he went through, especially I'll be, I, I'm with him. He's a character that is you can relate to, and know that hey, there's only so much kindness that you can be. Exactly, especially when you have that thirst for survival. <clears throat> so I, I really you like see him. the truth in someone that if. One person can do if someone is willing to be go behind people's back and willing to like do harm to someone else who did nothing to them, then they're they're willing to whenever they get that chance they'll come back to it. Exactly. So I thought again what they did with the character dynamic. I watch this one every single week. Mm. The other characters they end up introducing, some of them kind of make you cringe <laughs> a little bit, but also oh, some of them make cringe. you go like, "Wow, this is this is like the vampire <clears throat> girl at the very beginning." Yeah, she's like, "That's the ride or die." Yeah. I mean, again, she's on the title, she's on the, like the end of Doom song. That's the I, one. One thing I do like about this one is like the whole romance stuff. Is he immediately like, "This is my girl." Yeah, and we're, we're together. So. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, if you confess to me, I don't have feelings for you. Yeah. I only have feelings for this one person. Yeah. That's it." Oh, you want to she keep was, following? You she, want to tag along? Fine. Yeah, she but was there from the beginning. Uh, I don't care. That's the ride or die. I mean, again, he even named her. So yeah, yeah. she threw her own name out the window. So this one's on Hulu. I really liked it. What What was your thoughts on it, Ernest? Um, I'm still watching it, catching up. Uh, I, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's definitely one that I'm watching back to back. Um, the only thing I, dis- I, I had like a gripe with, because I love kind of seeing where a, a character starts in the beginning, and... From John's point, he's like, it wasn't really needed. But it was like seeing him being summoned to the world. The anime kind of starts out with them already being in this new fantasy world. And then them, uh, because they're like students, like using their abilities to go conquer these dungeons. And it goes straight into the plot immediately. Sometimes I like that buildup of seeing them, the students in class, and seeing why characters act a certain way. I don't know. I just like a narrative like that. And I know it has OVAs that are coming out and uh, that are maybe already be out. That might be about a prequel, but I'm not sure. But that's the only thing I kind of wanted and made me interested in buying Slight Novel mm-hmm. just so I can see that premise. But I definitely recommend like checking it out and see if you like it. It's cool seeing an East guy where the main character uses guns as a weapon. And, yeah. And like is ruthless and stuff. And I, I like, just like in Shield Hero, a character who is more than just one side of being oh i'm goody goody and i'm really strong and stuff that hate that that they can die any minute and they and they're willing to do whatever's necessary in order to survive yeah I, that's <clears> what <throat> kind of sticks out so that one was yeah that Ari was Fuda, yeah which you can find where on hulu it's made by the studio asred or white fox it's licensed by funimation so you can also find out funimation as well its creator was rio uh, shara Kome, and illustrated by Taka you Taka Yeah, sorry. We should but just yeah, not even. It's that a one. light novel. <laughs> yeah, I should, I should like you had the names good. The moment <laughs> you stumbled, that, that's when it killed me. Uh, it's source material is a light novel, so definitely if you like light novels and want to check it out, give it give it a try. And I even seen online that they did confirm that there will be a second season Perfect. for this. So yeah. I'm really I'm actually really stoked for it. And this is the next light novel that I'll probably jump into. Mm. Will be Ari Fuda. I, I oh, like because she'll. I like the main character. I just liked how he was very similar. He was cold, but calculating at the same time, but had no problem in just saying, hey, 
if you're gonna be my enemy, then you're gonna get you're gonna get no form of empathy, and that's what I really liked. So, Arifuda, that was good. Definitely give it the three episodes. It's one of the few Isekai that kind of stood out amongst the twenty that got dropped over this yeah. year. My last one was one that I did not really know anything about. It has a huge cult following online. Yeah, sorry. I... A lot of people love it. I mean, the original run is uh, it's been out since two thousand five. I'll say one thing. This is a show that when I I heard about it, me and John sat by his computer and watched three episodes like hard. Like I haven't watched anime like that with him since we were like in high school yeah, and stuff. Back we were in just, the like, day. Hooked on something like, man, if it if was if it was if it had all its episodes out, I think we would have sat here. We would have probably been shit binge like the whole, the whole day. day. That's how hooked. It got me to immediately go home and read the manga. That's how hard. That's I how good it was. It. So this one's called a uh, Vinland Saga. Or Vinland Saga? Vinland Saga. Yeah, Vinland Saga. And so what it is, is it's about pretty much this young guy named Thorfinn, who stowaways on his father's ship, trying to get a little bit of that good old-fashioned Viking glory. Yeah. And that ship obviously gets either betrayed by somebody or gets ambushed. And then at that point, they end up killing his dad. The person who kills his dad ends up taking Thorfinn up as almost like a slave. And Thorfinn says, hey, you can fight me, but you have to um, complete a series of tasks that I give you. So pretty much Thorfinn gets cold, obviously hardens up, becomes a warrior, fights goes through these kind of impossible tasks just so he can try to duel this guy and avenge his father. Mm. And there's a lot of Viking honor in it, but there's also like betrayal in there as well. And it's set uh, where they use like a lot of historical Historical. figures as well as kind of places. So this is an Amazon one, right? An Amazon uh, show? Yeah, this is an Amazon show. You can see it. And what they did was they just dropped like three episodes the very first, like the very first uh, time. And then after that, they just went weekly. So I thought that was a really unique uh, unique twist because usually an anime just drops one episode a week and then they just kind of keep it going. Yeah. How this dropped three, I thought that was really cool. And so, and it makes sense because it usually takes about three episodes for it to even build the plot anyway. Because mm, yeah. it just set, Especially takes, that three sets episode, It just sets you up for what, what's about to go down. Now, I thought so far the main song kind of opening up for Violent Saga was the one that stood out to me for this whole year. It mm. was the best song I've heard this. I mean, I've heard in a long, long. I have a hard debate about that towards the time. end of this year because party isn't over. The part. Door, door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me go. So when it comes to, I'm looking up the title of the song right now for Violent Saga. Mm. So the main song is called. What these are one of the songs that oh, reminds deleted. me of if you watch Death Note that uses heavy metal that has a Japanese opening and it just gets very like, uh, it's like a banger basically you're gonna bang out to it. Vinland. If you are a fan of uh, Berserk and the new animation stuff you dislike. But you want something that's heavy and like dark and like very violent. And I say, but it's like realistic violence. Vinland Saga is a show to watch. The animation is great. And get, his character is like very real in a world where you were raised by Vikings. Again, a, a character that's more than one dimensional. He's not just a goody two shoes wanting revenge or something. He's just like, there's stuff to him about his life that you will see unfold as the story builds, I see. 
So, um, the main theme song is by Survive Said the Prophet, and it's um called Mukinjo. And I have I actually had that on one of my Spotify playlists on my YouTube playlist. Again, it pumps me up. It's a good beginning song. And it really sets the theme. Uh, one thing that Ernest said uh, to me kind of a little while ago was he liked it when a main theme song really has a good uh, opening video with it where they have kind of shows a little bit of the scenes of the anime or how like silhouettes. I mean, again, kind of openings do different things each time. But like Dororo, you said mm-hmm. you liked the song, but you also liked the pretty much the action sequence that was happening to that song and the opening theme kind of too with yeah. it, right? So with this one, they do a very similar thing where the opening pretty much, you know, pictures that go along with the movie or with the music, it's it's done really well. Yeah. And it just kind of pumps you up. It gets you just right into it. I'm a big fan of this. I honestly waited and I'm still waiting to kind of catch up with it myself yeah. just because it was so good. I know I'm just going to binge it all the way yeah. through. It's a show that being bi-weekly every episode left us wanting more and like like cliffhangers so i'd rather just wait until it gets to a certain point where i can watch it all or watch at least a big chunk of it and then finish it off when it gets there but it's gonna be 24 episodes so that's really great and for sure it's gonna get a second season it's i think it some people might say it's underrated but it's getting notoriety a lot now that a lot of people are talking about it and speaking out and it's tough when it's on uh, Amazon Prime when you wish it could be on other sites. But I, I see how violent it can get. I'm not sure if other people would show it because you think Cr- Crunchyroll would show something that violent? Have you seen? I mean, it doesn't isn't Berserk on Crunchyroll? Yeah. No, else? wait, no. Goblin Slayer Goblin is Slayer. doesn't matter at this point. If Goblin yeah, okay, Slayer Goblin is on Slayer. there, they talk about yeah. Okay, that's true. And the themes that go on with the Goblin yeah. Slayer, there's no way it it wouldn't make sense for them not to do that. But. That right there was Violent Saga. It's still getting released. It's still pumping out right now. So check that out. We both thoroughly really enjoyed it. And is there anything you wanted to add before? And definitely the first, if you're going to check anything out about it, just check out the first five minutes of the first episode because the battle scene is absolutely Absolutely. amazing how they opened it up. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to add before we go into the final one? Uh, this is one of my, like, if this series was done completely, uh, one of the four, 24 episodes, I would say this is a big contender for anime of the year. I got to watch back in. I know a lot of it's going for Demon Slayer, but Vinland Saga mm. is very great and good storytelling. I love using anime with history in it. And the father says this thing that's powerful. I love when an anime says something that's so powerful and it hints he's like, like, cause it's about Vikings and stuff. And the father was like this strong, badass Viking. And he basically tells his son something that I think is pretty powerful. He's like, the, a true warrior doesn't need a sword. And that's something like that. A true warrior doesn't need a weapon in order to fight. Yeah. I mean, he says a, he says a couple different things yeah. where it was like, pretty much just said like, you know, stupid wars are fought by stupid people for yeah. stupid things. And it just like, cause in the end, what do you gain? It's like, that's the thing. Like it's, it's just, uh, almost like it hints at the cycle continues. It's a mm-hmm. endless cycle. And I don't know. It's just, it's just a great, great series. And I, I, I can't give more than more props to it. So that right there would be violent saga. Um, what is the final one? Final one that premiered this summer. 
Oh, that's <laughs> it sounds like a true warrior doesn't need a sword. Okay, was right. Okay, anyways, uh, the final one. <laughs> I thought he said something like a, a, a real warrior can use a pen, but I know it's like writing. But Maybe. anyways, I don't know. Uh, my final one that uh, John watched pretty much a good amount of, and I watched at least the first three episodes, but I'm trying to get back into it. Uh, is to the abandoned sacred beast. Uh, it premiered in summer 2019 and it's 12 episodes long this is not east guy this is a very like uh sinon heavy one about it deals with very like how war can change people and the conflict of almost like i think it, it has heavy things about ptsd and like coming home and then that being like you being saw as heroes in war but once you come home they see you as like monsters because of how violent you were and how much you did um the plot of this one is basically that there's this branch in this military that these people have special abilities that turn them into creatures that uh, like they call them sacred beasts and they basically can fight and save like they're basically like they can just dismantle armor really quick and fight and really prevent less lo- less losses on their side of human life but because of the effects of them becoming these monsters they are slowly losing their humanity and can no longer change back and one of the main character, Hank, his 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 partner and like potential wife that he's gonna actually marry, uh, she is trying to find a cure because she's the one who made them become these abilities, but she realizes that she can't change them back. And so her mission is to make she special bullets in order to end their suffering and that they will lose their humanity to become mad monsters. So she's like, I'm gonna kill them all. And she starts with Hank first because she knows that he can follow through with the whole end of killing all his men. But in the long term that she ends up dying and he's betrayed by whoever, his closest other friend, who's like, I'm going to keep these guys alive and leave you guys to die so we can live. And it's just a journey of this man and another guy's daughter that he ends up killing going on a mission to kill these sacred beasts. And just how traumatic of each one, how each of his friends get gotten to the place they were of joining the war, what they had to do in their lives before and after. This was a really good one, but also very dark as yeah. well. I mean, kind of similar to a saga of Tanya the Evil, where yeah. it deals with what war does to people before and after, how it changes someone's uh, psychology around, mm-hmm. and pretty much the after effects of post-traumatic stress. Yeah. And how they a lot of people can't just reintegrate into society, especially if they spent a long amount of time taking lives or being in a... A compromised situation like trench warfare stuff like that and what's even crazier is they altered their bodies and their mind states to go from a man into like these beasts these hulks it's like rhino that can fly and random stuff like that yeah. and then they can't change back so a lot of them are also stuck so imagine you become a dragon now you're stuck as a dragon now the war has ended what are you yeah. used for what do you do you you can't communicate you can't talk you can't do anything you just slowly kind of go insane and I mean, I almost felt some form of a, what was it? Not compassion, uh, not compassion, but like, I mean, there was vibes in terms of, um, what was that? Uh, Gungrave vibes. In oh, there. okay. Yeah. In terms of like, you know, these friends and one, that there's always, you know, a sense of betrayal at some point. Yeah. And this one guy, he's just trying to. Cause he knows he also will have to put, die too. Cause he also has the power, but he, because he's the commander and he led these people, 
he feels morally responsible that he has to be the one to put them there. I mean, you're you're a commander. Your platoon is a hundred people. Yeah. Now, throughout this war, it goes from a hundred to seventy to fifty to forty. But you are still getting to know these people, yeah. so you know them, their stories, what drives them, their aspirations. You see them die. It makes them harder. You see their friends die, and you see how hard they become. You're their morale. Like they get motivated from your charisma and like wanting to see you. Like happy knowing that you encourage them. So you all make a pledge that says if any one of us wild out, we're going to end each other. And then at this point, because they all know the dangers of this. And then all of a sudden something happens and you find out in the future that most of them do wild out. That yeah. most of them are killing people and don't have a conscience. Yeah. Some of them have the exception, but they're still living a very pain life where they, they should still be I'm ended. Suffering. And it kind of gives you a kind of a, a euthanasia type of vibe where it's more like, okay, if someone is suffering to yeah. such a degree, do you end them or do you not? And it gives you like a lot of different perspectives because it could, I mean, of how hard it is on that, not just that person, not just the person that's doing the stuff, uh, that's ending the suffering, but also the family of both of them that's involved as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of repercussions. Again, it's very dark. And but it's written really well, and I like the art style. It kind of yeah, gives me a um, what was it? A Golden Kamui vibe. Oh, where in terms okay. of the art style, and I re- that one really stood out as well. I mean, uh, how far did you watch on this? I got up to uh, episode four, I believe. Uh, I think about six. Yeah, I just got pushed back, but I'm definitely going to continue this one. I'd say check it out. It's twelve episodes, so I know I can finish it and still be good for the, this fall season, and. Hopefully, I can do a full like analysis of it if I feel like it's not getting as much talk discussion about it. I only saw I saw a lot of it when it initially came out, but I haven't seen much of it mm-hmm. since. Yeah, and I don't know. I, point of anime archives is to talk about shows that are maybe underrated and the ones that are in the past that people might need to see come to the spotlight. Yeah. Um, so I said definitely give it three episodes. See if you're interested in this kind of genre story and. Yeah, that's that's it on my end. So that right there was our fall 2019, or yeah, our fall to the sorry summer 2019 list. I hate how they do that. It was yeah. the summer 2019 list. We're currently working on our fall. I mean, they haven't released everything yet. Yeah. I know within the next week or two, we'll get probably four or five more anime that's gonna get dropped. So far, I'm not liking what I'm seeing. Yeah. I, I think so far this uh this now fall season of anime is definitely the weakest of the sort, yeah. especially because we had like Doctor Stone come out, Demon Slayer come out, uh My Hero Academia is coming out, so Ho- Overlord that's not coming out I think until next year now. I'm excited about a sports anime that came out though. Well, uh, which one? What's it? Do you know any like what it's called? Sorry, well, give me one second. I know uh, My Hero Academia Season 4 comes out, so there's some positives, but I'm also feeling kind of the same vibes as you feel on that. There's a lot of... Uh... I do notice that this season, at least uh, Hulu's dropping like a good amount more Isekai or just random different anime, so I would yeah. definitely check out a little bit more Hulu. Wow, they changed... Uh... All right, it's called uh, picture for that. A Hero No Sora, and it's a basketball anime. That unlike uh, Kuroku no basketball, which I love, uh, it's gonna be more very realistic about basketball, not too overly like anime about people doing like impossible things or being very skilled. But basically about a kid who loves basketball, but he's very short, and he, and he, he's like not a and his struggle on like what he has to do to become like useful in the basketball. 
stuff. Like, hey, Al, Alvin Iverson was a great basketball player, and he was very short, typically for an NBA player. So it, it's going to be interesting. I definitely want to do a full review because I love sports anime. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So aside from that, um, tell the audience what are you watching? What are you playing right now? And we will wrap it up and start working on our next material. Um. So right now, uh, I'm, I want to say what I am playing. I'm I'm playing. Um, I'm still getting back. I'm still into Monster Hunter. Playing a lot of that, and I recently started playing on my uh, Switch, a popular game that is getting some credit. Astro Chain. Oh, it's nice. A platinum game. How is that? It's really good. I, I I definitely highly recommend that. Um, in terms of anime, I checked out. I'm recently checking out some new ones that came out. Um, one being uh, No Guns, No Life. So, uh, I, I'm about to watch the first episode. Another one was like Seven. It's basically a cop show. And there's a Sherlock Holmes one that's coming out called Case File in uh, the Degrees 2021. Hmm. It's like a weird little off about. Um, and that's on Hulu. And then I'm going to check out, obviously, the, the basketball one on uh, Crunchyroll and some more. Uh, I have a list by next week when we... We may do the fall one premiere next week, or mm-hmm. we might do a archive one, so we won't say at the end. Depends on what how much time we get, because we want to have them all premiere. Yeah, we might want to do a... I think it might be a better case, because like Shokugeki just got... Uh, the fourth yeah. play just got released today. Fire Force, you know, their new season got released yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I think we might want to go into more of a older archive, archive okay. episode and okay. let things fully get released over the next couple of weeks, at least because we want to, we always do a top three anyway, yeah, yeah. or we have to give it three episodes. So yeah. we want to give most of this. Oh, a for, little the bit more. Yeah. Yeah, for the premiere? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just so we kind of know, Hey, what are we going to watch? What are we not for the next two ish okay. months? But until then, um, is there anything else you want to end off on? Um, no, uh, I'm, Doing some more promotions. I'm gonna. My wife actually gave me advice to say start Instagram for uh, for uh, our uh, podcast to do like little video clips and like just show some of what almost like behind the scenes. I know you can do instant live and show everything, but I'm still going to try to figure out how to do green screen. So please, if you have any information that can help, email at this is anime archives, and we'll be back. Um, we're trying to get back into we're trying to get back into a consistent base, and so far it's been working out perfectly. I hope it continues. What about you? What are what have you been gaming and watching so far? So I went out and got that Monster Hunter game. Yes. I've replaying that, enjoying my time. Definitely realized what I kind of did before wrong, and I'm killing monsters way faster now. So I'm kind of stoked off that. Um, last night I went out. It was like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night and downloaded that Untitled Goose game okay. and spent an hour <laughs> in my bed just giggling about this waddling fat goose just pissing people off. And it's actually really fun. Like I had a good time just doing it. It's like Hitman with a goose. Hitman with the goose? Yeah, right. and then you can honk around. Oh, it's just so cute. I love the Except game. Except no killing people, more annoying? No, you just take... Okay, so it's like, this farmer needs a shovel. Well, why don't you just take that shovel into a lake? Just piss <laughs> off this farmer. Why not? And that's literally the whole point of the game, is just to piss off the townspeople. And is that's there challenges why. and stuff? Or? Yeah, it's like they'll have okay. goals like throw the rake into a lake. So okay. then all of a sudden the farmer is trying to find his rake and then he, the farmer has to walk out into the lake and get wet just to get his rake back. So you're just trying to drive this farmer right, insane. Okay. It's, it's absolutely hilarious. Ah, big fan of it so far. Um, and let's see. 
that's kind of the, the main two that's popped out. Mm. I'm excited for the new Shokugeki season, uh, the season four that's just got dropped. Yeah. That's going to be really good. I'm new game for that. And in terms of new season, I mean, there hasn't been anything to stand out yet, so I won't comment too much on like what I'm watching now. I just rewatched Irregular and Magic High just because yeah. they're uh, re-redo. They're going to do a second season yeah, of that, so I just burned through the whole first season again. Yeah. And that's kind of the main thing. So thank you for listening. And we will end out with the ending theme song from Dr. Stone called Life by Rude A.